0: pod real ass mom sharing real ass experiences the things people don't tell you hey mama hey hey mama how are you i am doing fabulous how are you i'm doing well quite well <laughs> can't complain <laughs> quite well <today. 12? laughs>
1: quite well i mean work is stressful but you know What's the new? sun is out longer so i'm getting a lot of vitamin d yeah so i feel like i'm happier
0: yeah, I, I'm loving, well, I don't like the way our bodies feel when the time changes, but I am enjoying mm-hmm. the extra sunlight, so I can't complain yeah. about that. We'll be adjusted soon. We'll be adjusted I know, soon. soon. And then I heard something like, they're actually going to
1: make this our, like, set time, there's no more daylight savings or something, they're trying to make it a law or something. Something like that. Like that's know. set in stone, or it's it's Yeah, supposedly, like, don't quote me, but I was listening to the Breakfast Club. <laughs> the breakfast club. So, that is,
2: <laughs> that's that your is your source. source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. Biden's trying to pass a law um, with keeping the time the way it is and not doing fallback. We'll just okay. stay in spring forward. And so the history behind it is like, the reason why we did fall back and spring forward was like because of the 1900s or 1800s when farming was like a big thing,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: so we needed the extra time and stuff like that. So okay. now that's not really a big deal. So I guess they're trying I wonder to keep why. it hope.
0: because we still farm.
1: <laughs> like, farming it hasn't like gone technology away. technology around. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the technology we have now, I guess, is different. I don't know.
0: Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> guess we have to do some more
1: research. But, yeah, that's my little fun nerdy fact for today.
0: Okay, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, nerd. Okay, nerd. So, as you all know, we're in the month of April. Mm -hmm. And April is a special month for both me and Devin um, because we Mm -hmm. are very passionate about the two... Themes for this month. So we have Mm -hmm. Autism Awareness Month and we also Mm -hmm. celebrate Month of the Military Child. And tonight's discussion is catered toward Month of the Military Child. And Mm -hmm. this topic is of course something that me and Devin both are passionate about. I grew up in the military, so I am very passionate about military youth. I've worked with military youth before, and Devin is a military spouse, and she has military children. So Mm -hmm. this is, it's going to be a good discussion, and it's going to be a great perspective that we'll hear about uh, or hear from, and I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited. Yes.
1: Um, so tonight we have the pleasure of speaking with Brianna Harris. Um, she's one of my, um, bump buddies. When I was pregnant with Drew, our (laughs) sons were due like days apart and they're still like little besties. It's so cute. Like their relationship three years later, even though we moved away from each other, we still keep them in touch with each other. They attend each other's birthday parties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's really cute to see the dynamics, but I have so much respect for her because she is a single mom in the military, and she's doing so well. She had to like deploy uh, recently and came back. So, like, just sharing her story um, with everyone, and just giving everyone a different perspective of how things may look yeah. for her and her child. Yeah, because um, we, so yeah, we rarely hear from exactly. the, single the single mom. Yeah, exactly. The single mom who's in the, military. Mom in the military, right? <laughs> deploy. <laughs> like, yeah, like just, that's
0: a we don't we, we don't hear that story. We don't hear that story. No, we
1: don't. You hear the husband, the wife, or the wife and the husband, like you have somebody to help you, like a helpmate, right? Or a spouse. Let's just say a spouse, a wife, a wife, a husband, a husband, doesn't matter. But a spouse, you have somebody to help you, right? And then especially going through like a deployment on top of that. So we are just going to dive in a little deep about that and just share her beautiful story. And like I said, I'm so honored that she's here tonight. And that she has time to talk with us because, like I said, she's in the military, a single mom, and she's busy as hell. Yeah. So, everyone, welcome Bree to the show. Hey, Hey, Bree. Bree. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Hey, mama, hey. Hey, girl. (laughs) How y'all doing? Hey, mama. We're good. We're so
0: happy you're here with us. Thank you for inviting me. I'm super
1: excited. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. So we're gonna get
1: right into it, Bri. Talk a little bit about yourself. Okay, so as you saw, my name is Brianna Harris. I am 26 years old. A mother of a crazy three-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to say the least. He is full of energy. Doesn't know his voice hit different. um i couldn't (laughs) even imagine with two um i grew up as a military child as well actually my mom was in the military uh, my dad was for a little bit and my mom raised me as a single parent in the military Mm -hmm. um so me kind of just following in her footsteps and trying to be as great as she was Uh, i
0: love it i love it So do you want to tell us a little bit about your, your journey to mama hood?
1: Yeah. So it was an unexpected one. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely an unexpected one. It wasn't the planned a beautiful one, but he is beautiful and I'm so mm-hmm. happy I have him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, me and his dad were in Florida. I went together. That's where I met Devin. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I found out I was pregnant, I was just like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> what am I about to do? I was 22 years old. Uh, yeah, I was, I was scared. Um, but I was, I was excited to have a little piece of me. Um, so I was excited when I heard out I was pregnant. Pregnancy was rough. I was huge. <laughs> um, were I was huge. Was so like cute. you know you you know you go to the doctor and they talk to you and they're like, oh, you're supposed to gain like 20 to 25 pounds and that that none of that happened. I gave like 50 60 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it it was good like the, the journey of growing a human was was, was, was cool. Um, I wish you can go back there you know that's where they always I, they feel safe like I feel mm-hmm. safe. You know, with him yeah. and our kids in our belly, where we can always protect them.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and so when he yet joined into this world, he was born June fifteenth, two thousand eighteen, a few days after our lovely Drew was born. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was cute. It, it was it was great trying to trying to raise a a, a son uh, in the military. It was hard. Uh, I had I breastfed him. Mm. And he was one of those difficult ones that would not take a bottle. Oh. But that was tough. That yeah. that was tough. He was he was nothing but pure titty. So like 10, 11 months. <laughs> like 10, was 11 months. Yes. Like it was a time, you know, when me and his dad were, were still together when he was little. Like he would have to bring him to my job every two hours me to like feed him and then give him back to him to take him home and keep doing that that yeah. it was tiring
0: yeah I can it imagine
1: was, it was it was super tiring and I finally found the best bottle so to all the mamas out there if your baby does not want to take a bottle Juvie the brand is Juvi, and the bottle is called Boob that was the only bottle that he would take but we didn't find out till he was I didn't find it till he was like 10 months old <laughs> ten eleven months old Oh, so, yeah, it, 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 it was great, though. I went from all the $3 bottles to the $30 bottles. I was <laughs> like, Dezzy, please help me. Like, she was letting me use bottles. I'm like, you won't take it. This is not I'm working. Okay, try this one. These are brand new because on my registry, we have, like, All kind of bottles, right? And so, uh, and Drew only liked one out of them. So I was like, "Look, girl, these are brand new. Try this. Try this. (laughs) This article said this." And we just like he wasn't going for none of it. None of it. None of it. Oh, but, I mean, boy, it's okay. He's fine now. <laughs> yeah, now he's a grown man. He's a grown man. Uh, that don't even right. matter no more. <laughs> right, No. So, I will go through pictures when he was little, like, and when he was breastfeeding. He was like, mommy, ew. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. Um, So, you know, can you tell us how life is at, you know, being a single mom in the military? Oh, it is rough. <laughs> yeah it, it, it's rough down to uh, like child care you know no. yeah so your village, the if you're if you're, if, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're a single parent in the army you know army specific can't speak mm-hmm. to other but like mm-hmm. if you're a single parent in the army or dual military to make you make like a, a family care plan okay. that is supposed to be outlined to hey if we need you you know if you got 24 hour duty if you're deployed if you're this or that this I have to outline Day by day, hour by hour, who's supposed to take care of my son? Okay. But that gets rough because you don't, you can't plan for emergencies like that. It mm-hmm. it, it gets hard, and then childcare hours are not like uh, geared towards army hours. They're just not. Mm-hmm. I enjoy army. I love what I do, but I do mm-hmm. think that's one thing that they need to fix is being mm-hmm. kind of geared towards more uh, military parents because William. So I'm at Fort Gordon, Georgia now. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first got here, William was at the CDC, um, which is, of course, where they want all of the military parents to keep their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had issues with the CDC. You know, when it's your kids, mm-hmm. you can just letting anybody watch your kid. And Right. Mm-hmm. sure, Like the right people take care of your kids. So like as a single parent, um, my unit that I'm in here has been pretty understanding for the most part. Um, okay. When I first got here, when he was little, it was times where I'm bringing him into work and pumping at work or nursing him at work, and mm-hmm. I definitely have a village that's helped me a lot to raise him. You know, I'm near my mom, so that's dope. Having him, mm-hmm. like she's able to help out a lot, uh, but it, it it can get rough, and especially we have CQ and staff duty. That's twenty four hour duty with CQ, so oh. it's, it's yeah, yeah. So CQ is you sit in a building for twenty four hours and staff duty. You work oh, okay. you're at work for twenty four hours straight. From oh, nine wow. AM one morning to nine A. M. the next morning. And they ain't open for no twenty four hours straight to work. Mm-hmm. And they don't care if you a
0: single parent. It don't it don't matter. Like Yeah. You you just it's it's your turn. You next <laughs> That's one thing for about it. the military. They do not care about what you have going on in your personal life. Whatever right. you need to do to f- to fulfill your duties as a soldier, so to speak, you got to do it. So, <laughs>
1: that's and, just and I do think like I've been passed up for certain things just because I am a single mom. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't get to stay at work to 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 volunteer for the extra stuff or to do stuff that will make me stick out because I got to pick up my son from daycare. Right. Like I got to go, yeah. <laughs> or my son's sick. Daycare's closed. Like he can't go to daycare till his fever gone without mm-hmm. medicine so I'm out mm-hmm. and yeah. then a lot of people who don't have kids you know commanders who don't have kids or leaders and first arms look at you crazy like you lying or you just trying to get out of work like n- no this is a light I don't got nobody else <laughs> that's what I gotta do So it, yeah. it, can, it, can, get, it can get rough it, it can yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, so Brianna I, we understand that you were recently deployed and yes. being a military child, I understand the, the impact deployment has on family. So, Good time. yeah, it, it does have a, a huge impact on family dynamics. So I want to ask you, how was your experience, you know, being deployed and like, how was that for your son?
1: So for me, I was lucky. Um, like I said, where I'm at now, my mom doesn't live far from me. So I didn't have to uproot my son and move him somewhere else while I was deployed. Mm-hmm. boy. He was in his same schedule, his same day-to-day, going to the same daycare, seeing the same people. Um, mm-hmm. But being gone for seven months was hard.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I remember like when I was a kid going through it, I think it was a lot different. And I'm grateful now for the technology that we have. Because mm-hmm. when I was a kid going through it, it was like Skype was just starting. Just So, <laughs> like, we had a Skype uh, just started. Like, we had a Skype call every now and again with my mom with shitty service at that. Mm-hmm. Um, So, it was just like her picking up. A, while you're deployed, they have these things called a morale line. It's like phones in the USO that mm-hmm. can call back to the states that you can use for free. So, like, that's how I would talk to my mom when I was a kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now with the technology that we have, like, I was blessed to be able to FaceTime my son every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just had to gear my schedule a little bit because of the mm-hmm. time difference. We was eight hours ahead or nine hours ahead, depending on daylight oh, wow. savings yeah. mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if I want to talk to him before he go to bed, I got to stay up till, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. and I want to talk to him before he go to school okay I, I know I got to walk out of my building at 2 o'clock to go get my phone to okay, call him yeah. before he go to school Yeah. Um,
0: so that, that, USO, that, that was rough Brianna um, you mentioned the USO and I want to make sure our listeners understand what that is so USO is it's an acronym for the United Service Organization and essentially they're housed in like airports and they provide like a space for military families to go in and get food um, sit down relax between flights they are really big in like international airports I've actually been in a USO overseas before Mm -hmm. uh, with my parents or my family Um, but it is I wanted to make sure our listeners knew exactly what a USO was but it's a bad, super so convenient. military no. with acronyms <laughs> it is okay. The military <laughs> is real, so I completely. I yeah, right. I never even knew what it stood for. I knew what I know what it is. I <laughs> never knew what it was for either. <laughs> I, I didn't know, you know what it, know stood what so. it is, You know what it
1: is. <laughs> you yeah, know what it is. Uh, but I do have to give a big prop to the USO. Like mm-hmm. I don't really think a lot of people out there understand how much it helps service members. I mm-hmm. didn't until I was out there and deployed. So we had a USO on our installation where we were at that would, you know, donate snacks. They would do Donut Wednesdays and Mm -hmm. McDonald's days where they would bring McDonald's, you know, to us. People who donate to the USO would, Christmas, we had stockings and Mm -hmm. gift bags and different stuff that they would do. One of my favorite programs that they had um, that kept me in touch with my son they have a book reading program there yeah. where oh. people donate kids books
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they have a room, a soundproof room with a video camera set up and they give you a SIM card and you're able to record yourself reading a book oh that I would do. And then they would send the book plus the recording back to your family. It. That's so it
0: That's was, new. it was little. <laughs> yes.
1: I, yes. It was, it was little moments like that, that made it. And then my son would call me mommy i got your book and oh, he would watch gosh. it on repeat over and over and over and over again uh just watching me read a book to him so that that little special things like that made it a lot easier
0: yeah that's I, awesome I
1: love it. and two i want to add since we were talking about the uso it is strictly volunteers like they get yes. donations but these are not paid positions for the people who work yeah. the hours and usually they open 24 hours yeah. All the food and stuff is donated and the snacks and things like that. So it takes a lot, um, a lot from people, you know, who are volunteering yeah. in those yeah. positions. So if you ever have an opportunity to donate to a USA, USO, go ahead and do that because it goes a long way. You see how it helped Brianna um, while she was deployed. So I'm so happy to see it, work, it that it worked for you. Because yeah. yeah. I know yeah. I've really? in the airport when I've gotten yeah. And while we were out there, the volunteers that work the USO were other service members. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like on on their off hours or their off day or working mm-hmm. at the USO to make sure it's open. They got TVs, they do movie nights, you know, yeah. cars, anything just to get you in a sense of normal like a normal life right out mm-hmm. there and to, to meet people and to make us feel like a family. Mm-hmm. Um People, you know, sacrifice their own their own downtime to to Mm -hmm. volunteer and keep it open. So definitely,
0: and you need those resources in place because there are so many voids that are that happen because you know a service member is deployed and their family is left at home, whether that's their spouse and kids or just their kids or just their spouse. Like you, you need that community, and kudos to the USO for all that they do to just fill that void while wow. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so wow. they're with the military uh, or with like deployment there are phases that families go through so they have the pre-deployment phase where families are being informed of the service member going off for deployment so that's a whole emotional state that the family goes through and then there's the deployment phase where the service member is off to deployment and you know that comes with its emotions and its struggles and its challenges and it comes with a lot Um, and then there's the post-deployment cycle which is also known as the reintegration process and that's the family having to readjust to a service member coming back into the home after they've been gone for what, around nine months. So there are so many Mm -hmm. phases to deployment and I, you know, it's, I'm really curious just to see how um, like, Your son, like it it seems like you all had a really, really good um, connection while you were gone, like with the USO and really sending him those books. And now we have all this technology with FaceTime. Like I didn't have all that when my dad was gone, but um, (laughs) um, but, you know. How how like how what systems did you put in place for your son while you were on deployment with, you know, consideration to all of those cycles, like that pre-deployment cycle, that deployment cycle and then reintegrating back into the house. Like you got to have some type of system in place to just keep life sustainable for your son. How, How did you do that? Yeah, so for me, it was the biggest thing is I wanted him still on the
1: same schedule. Like I didn't want to uproot him. And completely change his lifestyle. Like I wanted control of that as much as I could. So yeah. he did. He stayed with my mom for the most of the time. You know, went with his dad occasionally. Um, the pre-deployment, that was that was my time to to get all my cuddles in. like I did not want to let go of him. That oh, that mm-hmm. was as much mommy time as possible, and just trying to prep him and get a three-year-old to understand as much as you, he can what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. so like okay you know mommy has to go for work I'm gonna be gone for a little bit and mommy's gonna be back you know you're gonna be he calls my mom Gigi like you know you're gonna be with Gigi everything you know is gonna be good um but I'm kind of glad I got my first deployment out the way while he was a little bit younger Mm -hmm. not to say he's not gonna remember it because I remember my mama leaving Mm -hmm. around that age very vaguely but you still remember a little Mm -hmm. bit of it yeah um And then I think the biggest thing for me um, is my son is in a program in the military called ESMP, Exceptional Family Member Program. It is a program that is geared for dependents, whether they're spouses or children, who need special medical attention. Mm -hmm. Um, My son has had ENT, kind of like ear, sleeping, all the ear, nose, throat issues since he was born. He's had sets of tubes put in. He's had his adenoids removed twice. He... So you know, we go to the Children's Hospital here. So that was my biggest fear: is all of his medical needs being tended to while I was gone. Yeah. Um, so he had a surgery like right before I left um, to get his adenoids removed and take his tubes out because his body was like rejecting his tubes. Wow. Um, and he he had a ear infection for six months straight. Like six months straight, nothing on it was. Bothering him so bad, um, and so he had a surgery not too long before I left, and then right after I deployed, less than a month after, he had to have another surgery, and I think that was the hardest part for me because I wasn't there with my baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So keeping him in that schedule, especially during the scary time for him, was was important for me. And you know, my mom, she raised me. I think I turned out pretty good. So I, I had amazing. no doubt, no doubt <laughs> that he was gonna be in good hands. But when I tell you, me and track Tri-Care, Tricare almost had to run me my one because they were trying to play with me. <laughs> we're not gonna get. On <laughs> they called thing. my mom. <laughs> they called here. my mom the day before his surgery and was like, his referral expired the day before his surgery, the day before, and they were oh. like, yeah, we can't do the surgery until you know his referral is renewed. Uh-huh. And trying to call a PCM who don't see your son at all because right. we're not gonna even start on that. Um, that was stressful.
2: Uh-huh. That
1: was really stressful. Um, but he had his surgery. He ended up he had uh, severe sleep apnea for a child. Uh, he stopped him. breathing a lot in his sleep, so he had to go in and get his adenoids shaved down again and get his uh, tonsils taken out. Um, so they grow back. So he's for the most part. The adenoids. Grow back? So. I guess so. (laughs) So then I told them about it. They said because he had them shaved down when he was Mm one, two, one or two. But when we went in for his sleep study, they were like, oh, he needs his, I was like, he's already had it. They were like, well, in some cases it doesn't happen often, but they can come back. I was wow. like, so every time his adenoids come back, we're going to have to have another surgery to get him right. down because he's, he's starting to snore really loud again and have mm. issues sleeping. So I'm hoping we don't have to go through this cycle again. Oh, my, my, my baby didn't be on surgery number four. We don't need no more. <laughs> I asked because no.
0: had his adenoids removed and he has tubes right now because he also had a lot of ear infections and I didn't right. know that the adenoids grew back. They said they don't usually, oh, <laughs>
2: usually. Hopefully, he doesn't
0: have
1: those issues <laughs> like Oh them. wow!
0: Because
1: let me tell you, that after of them adenoid removals uh, oh, yeah. is so it is terrible.
0: <laughs> it is terrible. It is terrible. It is.
1: <laughs> but for, while he while I was growing, I think it was more rough for me than it was for him. Yes, um, mm-hmm. I would how talk to is. my mom. <laughs> yes, I was boohooing for like the first three weeks. Uh, but my mom, taught, he was fine in the beginning, I believe. It was kind of like a vacation. He was with Gigi all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He would call me, hey, mommy, a little bit, whatever. Uh, in the middle is where it got bad. Yeah. Uh, my mom started noticing, like, kind of like the defiance in him, mm-hmm. him trying to talk back. He was having issues at school, um, hitting kids, doing craziness. Oh. Pulling his little wackabee out at school, his little thing Oh no! Oh lord! I was say, what's a wack-a-bee?
0: <laughs> I'm Think about it. <laughs> his little pee pee out at school. On, oh little, my god! His little joystick, whatever. Like, happening. how do you take that call? Like, yeah, your son just pulled his penis out you know, at school. Man, what in the
1: world? <laughs> and my mom didn't know what to do. She was like, "What do I talk to him? How do I say this?" Because I'm my mom's only kid. She only had a girl. Mm-hmm. So, he's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I'm, like, talking to him and trying to explain to him, you know, we don't do that and trying to still be a parent right. to him over the phone. Mm-hmm. But you, kids don't, they, they barely want to listen to you when you're exactly. So, trying I- to yeah I was gonna I was gonna say too like don't be too hard on yourself on some of those behaviors because some of that is actually age-appropriate mm-hmm. so like they pull down their pants, like they think it's so funny drew's doing it right now like pulling down <laughs> his pants and showing his little booty and I'm just like don't do that <laughs> so some of that could have been like yeah acting out because mommy's not here but some of that is just you know they three they just yeah, yeah. doing what three-year-olds do and that's it's just you know, being defiant, being testing limits, and um, seeing what they can get away with. So, um, yeah, so don't be too hard on yourself, mama. I'm trying. <laughs> but I, I think, I honestly didn't think that one of the hard, I thought the deployment was going to be a hardest part. This mm-hmm. post-deployment, I think, is harder.
2: Oh, wow. Um,
1: integrating back with him Mm-hmm. And we know grandmamas and you know they they let kids do whatever they want for the most mm-hmm. part and yes, and trying to get back integrated with him like mommy's back mommy not about to let this stuff ride you're not about right. to have M and M's for breakfast we not right. we not doing this I think right. this has has been the hard part these past few days with him he he has been testing his limits
2: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. it's also he's for four they in that testing the limit to see what they can do phase as well as the post deployment thing for him, kind of, and it, it broke, like, my heart now. It'd be little things. Like, when I first got back, he would not want to leave my side.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He wouldn't go nowhere. Like, my mom's like, hey, I'm going to the store, William. Do you want to go? He not going nowhere. Or mm-hmm. even now, I get ready for work. And he's like, you be right back? And I just, it breaks my heart. Yeah, <laughs> Like, he's yeah. scared of me leaving again. And I think this is Low key, a little bit harder than the deployment was because mm-hmm. on deployment you you busy, you caught up in work, and you try not to let it hit you too much, try not to have too much downtime. But when you're mm-hmm. trying to reintegrate and you have nothing but downtime for the most part, because when you get back from deployment, yeah, you go back into work, but you know they give you a little time. So mm-hmm. I'm not for me, I'm not super busy at work. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot more downtime. Mm -hmm. And trying to reintegrate with him and get him back to, okay, mommy's in control now is, has definitely been hard. Yeah. Uh, to say the least with this, with this Gemini of a son that I am right.
0: (sighs) There's a lot of research out about this topic. Like, I don't think people really understand the impact deployment. I mean, the military life in itself has a a huge impact on family. But when you bring in deployment and all of the phases that you have to go through as a family, Mm -hmm. it really has a huge impact on Social development, emotional development, mm-hmm. just connection with parents, with friends, with siblings—like there are so many layers that are impacted just by a deployment. It's it's crazy. There's some really good reasons, and I don't feel like they yourself. prepare you for the post. part. Oh, no, yeah. no, mm-hmm. no. And I think that's why they don't the prepare you. They provide like therapy or anything for you, or
1: you just so, have to go and- back to work. You have, so for the, like, in the Army, you have what is called a PDHA, a pre-deployment health assessment and a post-deployment health assessment, mm-hmm. okay. where they did, you know, check your overall health. And you do one around 30 to 60 days getting back, and then you do another one after 120 days getting back. Um, so it's up to you, you know, to, to talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what you're going through. But at the same time, there's a stigma in the Army. Mm -hmm. They're trying to promote behavior, like, mental health a lot more. Mm -hmm. However, it has such a bad stigma in the military because people don't want to be seen as unfit. You Mm -hmm. know, oh, I go to behavioral health Mm -hmm. to talk about these problems. Because I've heard it multiple times. I go to behavioral health and talk about these problems, and it's supposed to stay there. But somehow the person's chain of command finds out about it. And now Mm -hmm. people are looking at you, you know, sideways. Oh, this person is seeking help. And that Mm -hmm. should be the norm. Right. It should be. Mm -hmm. It should be be the norm. Integrating back with your friends. Like I got back and my whole unit is different. I don't know nobody at work. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where are y'all from? Who are Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all? I don't know. We have a whole new group of people, people in PCS and that's, you know, moving from one duty station to another. People mm-hmm. that moved on to another duty stations, new people then then came in, and the soldiers that I had under me are now under somebody else, of course. So trying to get back in a pace of n- normal life is is hard. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know what to do? Speaking you know, of thought. normal life, like okay, so you are a single mom. So what is like dating life like for you? Because um, you have this demanding job, right? well, you said you have some downtime now, but overall it's a demanding job. You are a single mom. Like, when do you date? How do you meet people? You don't go to mom's (laughs) car. I think it's hard. So, and then for me, like, I don't, I, I'm a person where I'm like, I have my son, he's mine to raise. Mm -hmm. Like, I completely understand it takes a village, but I hate asking people to watch my son for me to go out and do me. Mm -hmm. And, my mom, like my mom is the one I ask nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. And I'll be feeling bad because I'm like, he's not yours. And nine times out of ten, she's like, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. I'll watch him. But I don't be wanting to do that. Yeah. Um, but dating life can be hard. I got me a little boot bang right now. Okay. And he's cool or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's it's a lot easier as mm-hmm. a single parent in the military to date other military members. Now that's right, but, th- but doesn't it get tricky though? Because it's they like the limits yeah. of who you can date and all. So tell us a little bit about that's that because that's the one would think ordeal. you're around like a lot of men, right? And a lot of single men. So oh, you could just like go down the nope. line almost, but nope. like what does that... not in the whole way either. <laughs> just like you yeah. got options. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> you would think of... we all grown, we all adults, right. you can just date freely, but no. Um, so so a little transparency of me, mm-hmm. I am an E5 right now, sorry, mm-hmm. um, I was okay, demoted wow. before, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was an E5 before um, mm-hmm. and I got in trouble for that very thing, for okay. messing with somebody outside of my rank in which I am supposed to mess with, to, to date, have entanglements with somebody or whatever you want to want to say. So, mm-hmm. in the military, and in, in the Army, you have rank requirements on who you are allowed to date. So, mm-hmm. E1 through E4, that is the bottom of the barrel on the enlisted. You can only date E1 through E4. That is it. And then, mm-hmm. once you become an NCO, and non-commissioned officer, at E5, you are only allowed to date NCOs. E5, E6, E7, E8, E9. But even then you're dating up there in the E7, E8, E9 realm, you get them eyes because those are higher ranking enlisted people. And as long as they're, or even let's say I'm an E5 and I want to date another E6, which I'm allowed to. But if that person is in my chain, if that person's in charge of me, I can't date them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get in trouble with dating or dating the principal, right? You can't do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You you can't do that. You can't do it um and then you have officers like how there it is mm-hmm. if an enlisted like if myself e-5 was to date an officer a captain i'm in trouble mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and he's you, in trouble too. Right, i was about to say is, are, are y'all in trouble or just you
1: both of you are in trouble okay both and of you are in trouble potentially kicked out right yeah and nine times out of ten of course the higher ranking is going to get in more trouble because they should quote unquote know better mm-hmm. but it's something that i don't as i feel as though as long as you're not that under that person, I get you know if you're that person you're working like you said the principal the teacher mm-hmm. that I don't feel I should not be allowed because you can you know get favors or be favored in that right. manner. But if y'all not working together y'all not in the same unit you know I, we all adults. Mm-hmm. What but if you can you get in trouble in for stuff like that?
0: Station. So like what if someone yeah, stationed at Fort Stewart mm-hmm. and an interested partner lived at Fort Drum? new york like is, is that a is that possible or you it, it i mean if somebody finds out about it you can get in trouble
1: so <laughs> See, what if y'all honestly, get married? If somebody finds out about it you can get in trouble <laughs> yeah
0: what if you get married
1: you're gonna get those eyes looked at because so hmm. army regulation and rule states that if like let's say i was an e4 a specialist dating an e5 a sergeant mm-hmm. If our relationship existed before that e five became a sergeant,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's fine. But you have, gotcha. Army regulations, you have a year to get married. They oh, give yeah. you a timeline in which you have to get married. What? So I think How that's why I you know find that? all these people and all these failed marriages and yeah. all these young soldiers I just hurrying up and getting married. I do feel like people rush to get married. Like, the Army rushes people. Or military. I don't know about names. 100%. 100%. And they fail, and that's why the divorce rate is so high. Because you, I don't even give t- people time to get to know each other. Well, that, or, or, or you get like, better benefits because you're married. You get yes, about the You get married. You get more money. Incentive. That should not be incentive to get married, <laughs> right?
0: Because you get extra money.
1: Or it's like you want to. It's time for you to me leave Fort Gordon. If I want to go somewhere else, they are not gonna send my boyfriend with me unless we marry. Mm-hmm. Then of course we go to the. To the same place together, so I feel like that's why, and you know, it gives soldiers more money. They move yeah. into the army and they make mm-hmm. in a couple hundred dollars a check. But oh, mm-hmm. if I get married, I get this VAH, which is mm-hmm. money that the army gives you if you right. have a spouse or a dependent mm-hmm. to pay for housing. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, um, Oh, I'm gonna get, yeah, get this. Yeah, I'm gonna get this VAH, and and I'm a. That's an extra $1, thousand fifteen hundred dollars. It, it it goes off of your zip code of where you're right. at. Mm-hmm. Um, um. that's extra money and, and I can get in the house because if you're a soldier and you have no, no kids, no family, you're forced mm-hmm. to live in barracks or it's mm-hmm. like dorms for soldiers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're forced yeah. to live there. You got a roommate you you hate in life. Nine times out of <laughs> 10, they dirty. They're not the best living arrangements. I was in a barracks at Irwin before I had my son. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so people are like, Oh, I want to get my own apartment. You know, it's a lot of people's first time away from home. Mm-hmm. They want to turn up and get feel like an adult. So people mm-hmm. rush to get married. Yeah. I almost rushed and got married because I had a kid. No, maybe mm-hmm. I didn't. But, yeah, yeah. That's a, another story. That's all. That's <laughs> true. We not even get into that. That's <laughs> um, so gonna bring you back to that one. Uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dating um. can be hard. It can it can really be hard, um, especially as a single parent because you don't want any and everybody around your kid. Right, yeah. and uh, let's say you just want to chill at the house you know and, and have somebody come over and watch a movie but you don't want everybody around your kid you can't trust mm-hmm. everybody around your mm-hmm. kid yeah so 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 it, it, it definitely becomes hard um on that aspect and then also like somebody that's okay with you having a kid mm-hmm. and if you ain't okay with me having a kid you got to move you got to yeah. know because yeah. that's a part of me um, and then just finding the time, like I'm up, I'm, I'm, I'm up at 520 in the morning, mm-hmm. getting ready to get William ready to drop him off at daycare by six 30 to, to go to PT, physical training, mm-hmm. which you got to go to every morning mm-hmm. and then come back, get ready for work, go to work, getting off of work at five. I go pick William up. I go to the gym. I come home. It's time to do dinner, get him ready for bed, get ready for the next day. You don't really got no time in that. And then on the weekends, you know, I want to spend time with my son. Mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, I, I'm, I'm away from him most of the hours during the week. Like, I want to spend spend time with my son. But I, you also can't let your relationships, like, fall on the back burner. Right. So, so, so it, it, it gets tough. But, but the guy I'm with now, he's, he's understanding. He's, he's, he's good. I love it. That's I great. love it. So um, we're not going to hold you too much longer. But what advice would you give to single moms who are in the military or looking to join the military? So, fun fact: I didn't know this because I didn't join the army as a single parent. Mm -hmm. If you are a single parent joining the army, you have to pretty much give up rights to your kid temporarily. What because you're in basic, like you have to give your I had a a girl that i worked with who was a single parent when she joined the army and you have to pretty much give a power of attorney and like completely give up your rights as a parent to somebody else. But while you're away, because you're in basic training, it's something like you can't, you can't leave that you're in AIT. You can't leave that. Mm -hmm. Um, So joining, I I, I don't know if I can speak much on single parents wanting to join, because I know Mm -hmm. the initial, Entry is very different for single parents trying to join. But for single moms, like within the military, any advice I can give is just, girl, keep doing your thing. Like, Mm -hmm. people look down on us so much as single parents. You know, I I feel Mm -hmm. like that's what I've gotten. Um, But I've really learned it takes a village. Mm -hmm. It does. Like, having you there, Devin, like while I was at Irwin, Mm -hmm. um, I had my homegirl, Brochet. I mean, she's, over at Stewart now, near Devon. Mm-hmm. Um, it it takes a village. It's hard, but you can do it. And what? having my son look up to me now, like mm-hmm. he's like, "Mommy, I want son to join the army," and I'm like, "No." Oh. But well, we I'm not doing it. that. But, <laughs> yay. we're bro. not doing but that. It, but I love it. It, it can be hard. Um, you got to leave for schooling, and not just deployments, It's school that you got to leave for. Like I got to leave what? for school coming up. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it can be rough, but it, it takes a village It's possible. And I think all single moms in the military is badass. Absolutely. Yes, you, you are.
0: Absolutely. I think so. You I mean, ladies, like, I think they're badass.
1: For y'all. Yes. Like, yeah. I think they're so badass because she rough. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it yeah.
1: does. But I just, you know, keep pushing. Take the help. That's one mm-hmm. thing that I would say. Take the help because I can be hard-headed to that. So, like in the beginning, there's mm-hmm. a lot of programs out there, Army Community Service. Is a program in the Army that has a bunch of programs for families, single parents. They do single parent like work groups. Take all oh. the help you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's help out there. Don't let being a single parent hinder or slow down your career because it doesn't have to. Right. Yes. It, um, it doesn't have yeah, to. Yeah, that
0: so. last part is is real. <laughs> and that could go across all fields like yes. or even outside the military mm-hmm. there are a lot of moms right. who feel like they can't progress in their careers because they are moms mm-hmm. um yeah. so I'm happy that you you mentioned that
1: yes you do it like for me even though my I have a boy you know I still want him to look up to me like mm-hmm. I I, I want to be the best woman the best mom you know that I could be for him and and it, it, being a single parent doesn't have to stop your career. It doesn't have to stop your social life. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to stop anything. I think it made me the person that I am today, and I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: I love it. So, that was real. Yes, thank you so much, Brianna, all. just for being so. Thank open you guys and, for having me. Yes, this is this was a really good conversation, um, and I'm sure there are many single moms who are in the military who can benefit from this conversation because, you know, I don't want them to feel like they're alone because they're not. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah. not at
1: all. Definitely not. So, Bri, where can um, we find you at? on social media, tell people. Tell Ooh, y'all, can find me. can you <laughs> y'all can find me Y'all can find me on you have Instagram any questions. Yeah. Yes. Okay. On Instagram it is double underscore Brianna Monet. That is B R I A N N A M O N A E. Please ask me all the questions y'all have. I'm always open. <laughs> I love meeting new mamas. Yes. I love meeting new mamas. Yes. <laughs> We are in this together, yes, real indeed. mama card. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, thank it was a joy. Service, um, yes, thank you for your thank y'all. And thank you but too, shout out to the military spouses too. Like oh, I don't man. think people realize how hard that is. Like that, 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 that's not easy either. <laughs> I don't think people realize how hard that is either. Like anybody, <laughs> yeah, military hard. spouses, kids, moms. Anybody that's in the support, everybody, so, anybody involved.
2: Yes, I
1: appreciate <laughs> all y'all. It impacts for, the whole family. <laughs> oh, Brie, we won't hold you too much longer. Again, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and your input. We truly appreciate you and we wish you nothing but the best of luck with everything. Thank, thank you, guys. Applause. Thank yes. you for having me. I love y'all. We love you. We more. love you right back. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Good night. Oh, Um, I love me some Brie.
0: Yeah, she is such a sweet girl. Like, yes, she is. I can only imagine being in the military, one, but having a child and being a single mom at that. Like, Mm -hmm. there are so many layers to her story, and she just carries it all so well yes and then having a job where you have to leave you can't quit you can't say no, oh never
1: mind i can for mine i'm putting my two weeks no. you can't get out of it like you have to go. so yes. um, that's why I, re- I just have military. so much respect for her
0: absolutely and you
1: know like it's weird because a lot of times when i see my military mom friends like the ones who are actually active duty like they're totally different at work it's like oh do i know this person i'm scared yes because they, they have <laughs> to be so put together yeah it's like they're, they're already so,
0: like, in this heavily male dominated culture and mm-hmm. they're having to prove themselves as being right. able to do what the man can do like they're mm-hmm. it's it's crazy and then also being a mom so that's another layer right so it's like right. your woman. And you have a kid and you're not, you know, you're not married. So that could also be from like, it's just so many, Mm -hmm. there's so many layers and it seems like Brianna is just really kicking ass. And I really, I, I adore that. I love it. And I'm in her all the way. Yeah. Yeah. She's a badass. So I was
1: definitely excited
0: to talk to her. What she
1: accepted. Yeah and say yeah of course I love to on the child I'm like oh yay um, but yeah she was the best bump buddy ever so
0: I can imagine anyway, her son is so cute he is so, so cute. cute y'all yeah. gotta go check out her Instagram and see her son he's yeah, so adorable they're twins they're like twins for real <laughs> but friend it's Ooh. time for mama juice Hey, it's time for mama juice
1: Hey, y'all hey. know hey.
0: oh, <laughs> I love my mama juice so yeah. Yes, today's drink is dedicated to all our single mamas who are in the armed forces out here kicking Mm -hmm. ass, surviving in these military Mm -hmm. streets with these kids. This (laughs) is what tonight's drink's about. So it's called The Mm -hmm. Survivor. And Mm -hmm. yes, it's called The Survivor. And it has one and a half ounces of whiskey, a half an ounce of triple sec, Mm -hmm. a whole fresh lemon, and a half an ounce of agave nectar. And yes, you put all of that in a shaker, shake it up real good, pour it over ice, and it's amazing. And if we have some Mm mamas-to-be... You can have this beverage using a whole fresh lemon, a fresh Mm -hmm. orange, half an ounce of the agave nectar. Shake Mm -hmm. it up and pour it over Mm -hmm. ice, and it's so good. Yummy! It's a good. It's a good drink. It's really refreshing too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a good drink. So that's that's today's or tonight's Mama Juice. Okay. Well, I love it, and can't wait to try it. Yes, it's so good. So,
1: we also, if we have any new listeners tonight, we have a segment called Mama's Corner. Hey, Mama's uh, Corner. So, this is another phase of mine because this is this allows us an opportunity to connect with our listeners. So, um, we don't have any Mama letters in yet, um, but that is okay because I know they are coming. Um, but this is an opportunity for us to um, talk about Mama Hacks, uh, a mama event. If you just want to vent, like sometimes these toddlers be trying yeah, to, you do. know, we're trying to do gentle parenting over here. <laughs> so you got to call a friend, a phone a friend, just write a friend. So you know, we'll listen, we'll read out and try to give you <laughs> the best advice we can give you based on what we know. Um, and if we can't find an answer, then we will find an expert to get us an answer. Um, yeah, and if you're looking for any advice about anything, we'll be happy to share some of the knowledge that we already have, Um, yeah, so this is really for our listeners, so anything you kind of want your mama's corner to be we can make that happen Um, and if you want to write to us please, please, please email us at mama at com, and we'll be happy to feature you on our show Yes. Um, so I guess since we don't have a mama hack or anything from Mama's Corner, I can um, share one cool thing that I do with my boys every morning. Okay. And I have, like, a little bit cute little story to go with it. Okay. So every morning we do uh, affirmations um, before I drop the boys off. And it's really simple. Um, we say, I am brave. I am strong. I am smart. I can be anything I want to be mm. and be, you know, add a clap in there and make it real fun. Yeah. Um. So this morning I was like, let's do affirmations. And they both were like, no, So that kind of hurt my feelings. But <laughs> for the most part, they do it. <laughs> um, but it was so cool to see Drew speak to himself with these affirmations. So he has this thing right now where he's like scared to do things. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dude, don't be scared. Like it's fine. There's no such thing um, because uh, if you guys don't know Drew thinks he's Spider-Man and sometimes (laughs) now he's understanding right Mm -hmm. now he's understanding like the difference between like good and bad and evil and stuff like that and so we have to be really careful he's only allowed to watch fighting amazing friends but even then they still have like a bad guy in there I mean it's a kiddie bad guy or baby bad guy but he's still a bad guy Yeah. and so he's understanding that concept so um you know, I was like, Drew, don't be afraid if you want to go get your shorts. Because now he has this thing where he wants to put on basketball shorts when he gets home. Because that's what he does. And so now that's like his thing. And so he's like, I want to go get my shorts. I'm like, well, mommy's busy. Mommy cannot go get your shorts. But you can go get your shorts. He's like, okay. So he turns the light on. And friend, I kid you not. Like, I didn't say anything to him. And I hear him talking to himself. I am great. Oh. I am strong. I'm <sighs> smart. I can do it. And he, like, oh talks himself gosh. all the way his room to get his shorts to come back down. I was like, oh, my gosh.
0: So what I'm doing is working. Yes, okay. he's listening. And, so, so and he's good. really, he's speaking that into his life. And yes, he's applying it. it. You know, that's so exactly. amazing. Exactly. I love so I it. I to share that you need you to come tonight. teach a guy, child. <laughs> well, Eli, <laughs> Eli gonna be brave. He gonna be strong. <laughs> he gonna do what he wanna <laughs> do no fear that's the that's the most fearless child i know no fear no fear yeah but i love yeah, it so i love it drew tell him to come teach his warning. god brother those affirmations you know he will
1: you know he thinks he's the teacher yeah and the daddy and the big brother and the god daddy Every and day. the uncle <laughs> the he boss. Is
0: all things
1: <laughs> right
0: so, oh i yeah. thank you for sharing that friend that was that was really great really great absolutely so if you are wondering um where you can find the real mama pie Mm -hmm. we are on all social media platforms and when i say all Mm -hmm. i mean instagram pinterest tiktok facebook youtube (laughs) if you name it we own it and Mm -hmm. our our tech make sure that Man, we gotta be present. We gotta be present. And I'm actually I'm still learning how to work this TikTok world and you know. But anyways, it our our tags are at the real Mama Pod and that's T H E R E A L M A M A P O D and my personal Instagram and I'm also I'm on TikTok and Twitter too, but Again, I'm still learning how to work. <laughs> really, that TikTok. But <laughs> my personal. Yeah, TikTok. yeah that TikTok. Sorry for my mama. I, I am. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
0: my personal Instagram page is at Kendra Ferg. And that's K-E-N-D-R-A-F-E-R-G underscore. Devin. And I'm at Deb Great underscore. That's
1: as in Victor. Grace, your ace underscore.
0: All right, all right, and like Devin mentioned in Mama's Corner, you can email us at mama at themamapod dot com, and also we have a website where you can learn. Mm-hmm everything about our podcast who me and Devin are we also have really really nice merchandise on our site as well mm-hmm. and you can find all of that goody 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 at www.therealmamapod.com yeah, check it out. yes yes all right friend any any final words am I missing anything no
1: final words. No,
0: i I think we Oh, I missed something. Also, uh-huh. subscribe to our YouTube channel and rate our podcast. We're on all major platforms. Yeah. So when you hear mm-hmm. us, rate us, love us, share us, share us with everybody. Leave us We a would review appreciate it. Yes. All that. Yes. Grow with us. Just grow yes. with us. We are. A community. We are uh, a
1: small community, but we are going to grow to a rather large one. So <laughs> it's around and see what we have in store.
0: Yes, it's going to be amazing. All right, mamas. Well. All right. Until
1: next time, next Thursday.
0: <laughs> we will see y'all later. All right, talk good night. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, right. Talk to y'all later. Literally. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ain't seeing nobody. We'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Stay at home on nine to five, raising your babies with joy and pride. A real ass mom. Your real ass mom.